0: Welcome everyone to the BIA College Football Podcast. My name is Hughie, and I'm joined uh, with my man Phil. Phil, how's it going today?
1: It's going great, man. College football is right around the corner; I can smell it. Uh, so I'm excited, excited to be here and talk to you about the uh, the Buckeyes in our in our year. Good. We are filming
0: this on a Wednesday. Uh, August 23rd, so we are 10 days away from week one, but only a few days away from week zero. Uh, we will get into that later on in the show. Uh, we want to welcome everyone here. Uh, we know that B- what BIA means to uh, Buckeye Nation, uh, best in America, as far as our secondary concern. As you know, as far as I am concerned, BIA is is coming back this season, uh, and it, it'll be here to stay. As we, you know, even look at the class of twenty four and beyond, but uh, yeah want to just make, make sure to shout out Buckeye nation. Um, we, uh, are really excited about having this podcast and, um, being here to serve you guys, uh, as we commentate on the season ahead to hopefully uh, a national championship. So, uh, Phil, what, what did you want to say any, any, have any remarks, uh, as far as the BIA podcast is concerned?
1: Yeah. Yeah. BIA. I mean, I think that, um, when you think about BIA, you think about a lot of schools, say they're DBU, uh, Ohio State definitely has plenty of uh, corners and safeties in the, in the league that can uh, can dispute that for us. And I think BIA is kind of like, you know, we're not going to try to be like everybody else. We're going to set a different standard at Ohio State. And so we hope this podcast is the same, you know, where there's obviously a lot of podcasts out there about college football, a lot about Ohio State, mm-hmm. it's such a great, a great team great program. But we do hope um, that you'll find that we're a little bit different and offer you something um, that you can't find anywhere else.
0: Today's episode, we're going to focus on uh, uh, three things pretty much. But the first thing we're going to focus on is going over the Buckeyes 2023 uh, schedule. So let me uh, go ahead and take the time to share my screen. And we all know week one, we're starting uh, in Bloomington as we take on uh, the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, still trying to figure out exactly what a Hoosier is. We're not even going to get to that conversation um, <laughs> online, but uh, we will take that offline. But yeah, we're at Memorial Stadium, 3.30 uh, PM on CBS. I would do the horns. We know that another podcast does that, so I'm not going to steal their shine. But we're going to get the CBS horns going on three at 3.30 on September 2nd. Uh, you know, not, not expecting much of a challenge here, but Phil, what are your thoughts about week one as Ohio state takes on Indiana?
1: Yeah. I'm, I i do not know if I'm going as far as you to say, not expecting a challenge here to me, this isn't about Indiana. This is about Ohio state. This is really about quarterback. Um, obviously a lot of talk around the program right now is about who's going to be the quarterback, but regardless of who it is, um, Either of them are going to be in a new a new position, playing a road game, starting a road game in the Big Ten. Obviously, it's Indiana, so that's one of the uh, least formidable opponents in the Big Ten, but it's still a big stage, and it'll be their first um, attempt there, and it'll be after the coaching staff basically puts um, you know their confidence in them. This is their chance to go out and prove to the fan base that, Hey, I am the right guy or possibility that we're playing two quarterbacks in this game. And both of them will be trying to still earn that spot as that guy. So that's a lot of jitters to me. I don't care what Indiana does. I don't think they can do anything on defense or offense that can really impact us, but it's definitely going to be about the, the mental state of our team. And in particular uh, our QB or our QBs potentially. So this game I'm counting as a, as a win as well, but I would probably feel safer in our second half cover than in our first half cover.
0: I'm happy that we are playing Indiana. I know I said not much of a challenge, uh but I I and I, I maybe I shouldn't, you know, look at the past few years that we've played Indiana and and basically blown them out. Uh, I'm really excited like you said in terms of seeing who's going to be playing quarterback, if they're going to uh, play it it seems like they are gonna play both Devin Brown and Kyle McCord. Uh a little bit biased, gotta say it right out the box. I'm I'm looking forward more forward to seeing Devin Brown play because we've seen Kyle McCord play. Uh not obviously, you know, we, he did start I think 2021 against Akron, but uh looking to see what he does against a Big Ten competition as he he would be the man. Uh but definitely want to see why this coaching staff hasn't decided that one person is the guy. Is it really that close? Um, I guess this, this game, um, these first actually three games could uh, it should tell the tale on that. So yeah, either way we see it as a dub. I mean, we both definitely agree that this is going to be a W. So moving on to Youngstown state.
1: Yeah. No no need to take time here. This is, this is a win. Um, and really not thanks, Jim. This is Jim thanking us for playing the school. Uh, I think this is a great way for our Ohio State to let Youngstown State on the on the big stage and give them a nice hefty check for letting us get our second win.
0: Yes, uh, this is a W. Um, we'll, more, it's more than likely, uh, both quarterbacks will play. And I was actually thinking earlier, what if uh, Lincoln Keenholtz was able to play? in this game, man, you know, get some mop-up duty and get some experience. Do you you have any thoughts with that?
1: I think that will depend on how much uh, both quarterbacks played in the first game. Um, If it ends up being more so where they're kind of giving Kyle more of the Indiana game and they want to give Devin more of the Youngstown State game, then maybe we don't. But if they both play a bunch in the first game and they both play a bunch in the first half of this Youngstown State game, then, yeah, maybe we start to get a little even deeper into the quarterback room.
0: All right, yep, and and just to uh, make sure to mark this as the first home game of the season, second home game of the season, the Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. What's your take, Phil? Week three.
1: <laughs> Hilltoppers getting top on the hill. So, for me, um, this game is about, about our DBs, right? This is about secondary, about whether or not um, this will be the first, I shouldn't say whether or not, because that, that implies that this game is going to define the success of this secondary. It's not because this is not a power five opponent, but this is an opponent that uh, I believe for the last two years has led the nation in passing yards. This is a very past heavy team, more than we're going to face the rest of the year. Even we're going to play better teams, we're not going to play a team that's had more success throwing the ball. Um, than this team has had for the last couple of years. So I mentioned to see uh, the way that our our corners stand up. We've got Sonny Styles um, at safety um, starting. They, you know, Noel thinks he's gonna be able to line up. Um, this will be a great time to see it. He'll be tested uh, again, not by not from an athleticism standpoint, but in just in terms of play calling, um, this is not going to be a game that uh, they get to take plays off in the secondary. Uh, corner or safety, so I'm excited to see this. I'm also counting this as uh, a comfortable win, um, but I'm hoping that it's a comfortable win where we you know we score uh, 50 and they score 10, and not we score 65 and they score 25. That's not what I want to see. Uh, I was looking, I think, um, last year really quickly that looking at their games, they scored a lot. West Kentucky, and so they played some Power Five opponents. In their, in their G5 opponents, they scored a lot pretty much in every game. Against Power 5, against Indiana last year, they took them to overtime, and they scored 30 points. That's at Indiana. We don't, we don't want that. Um, but then when they played Auburn, so that's another team that even when Auburn is down, they usually have a strong defense, definitely a good defensive line. They scored 17 um, at Auburn. And so I think that shows, again, this team can score. Um, they got beat handling that game, but they did score 17. I want to see us give up, um, again, 10 or less against Western Kentucky in our win.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with what you said earlier that the secondary is going to be tested in that game. Uh, they uh, Western Kentucky is a pass-heavy team, or they've been a pass-heavy team in the pa- recent, uh, recent history, and as the second home game at Ohio Stadium, I, I definitely am looking forward to seeing the improvement of our defense. Our our DBs should be will be tested for sure, and I think that the um, the team knows that, and we know that. I'm sure that Jim Knowles knows that, and uh, we'll take care of that. Uh, What do you call?
1: What's your nickname for Jim Knowles? That'll be for after the pot. I think Uh, I don't know if it's appropriate.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) So uh, so first, you know, big game of the year, first notable game you know no disrespect to the to the first three opponents but Notre Dame South Bend NBC uh 7:30 going to make sure I get the time right uh
1: what do you expect the buckeyes to do against the fighting irish this year so for me this game i want to see our offensive line the so last game was about the secondary this game i think i want to see the o line we're starting New tackles on both sides, as well as a new center. Um, one of our tackles is a transfer, uh, Jimmy Simmons. I'm hoping that um, against Notre Dame, um, we'll see our O-line just protect the quarterback. Again, whoever it is at this point, we, we would assume we'll have one firm starter. Uh, so that'll be a big deal for whoever that is. And it'll be a big deal for offensive line to protect that person. He'll need it. Uh, and this will be their first, I think, real test in terms of defensive line that can can add some pressure. Um, and I think Notre Dame feels good about their D-line this year. And so I'm hoping that we lead this game saying, all right, our O-line should not be a liability the rest of the season. I'm also predicting this game as a win. Um, I wouldn't go too big. I think, you know, hopefully two scores. I think I'd be happy with a two-touchdown win here and if i'm okay if that touchdown comes late if that, that second one um but i'm hoping that we don't have to be sweating in the second half uh
0: this was a game that you and i went to last year um at home so and i remember the way that game was playing out <clears throat> for the longest time it was 10 to 7 i think in the third going into the third quarter uh notre dame was up at that point until we started pulling away uh, I uh, man, everything that you, you know, said especially with the offensive line, you said you feel good about their defensive line. I feel good about our defensive line. Uh Sam Hartman is I would say a top 10 quarterback. Uh if you had to, you know, to, if, if for me to just say it off the cuff, you know, without having to look up his numbers and everything And the offense that he was in at Wake Forest. Um it seems like they're kind of making some similarities to that offense the slow mesh i believe uh it'll be interesting to see how he does against our defense or basic or i should say how our defense does against uh sam hartman as notre dame has a good quarterback uh this year going into the season and uh and it's going to be a tough environment to play in um you know i I think about last year when, when when clemson went to notre dame and. That was, you know, just a hilarious game uh, for those who want to see uh, uh, the Tigers fall and um, fold in that game. Uh, so I think that it'll be interesting. Definitely have a, have this as a W as well um, to see um, really how our, also how the quarterback um, at this point in time, I would assume that they're going to have, you know, one guy uh, taking the lead and leading the offense out there. And so really excited. Hopefully not, we won't see uh, Notre Dame drop in eight this this year uh, on defense uh, into the secondary. And I, and uh, and so I'm, I'm hoping that also our running game will uh, be a bigger factor this year uh, it, as we move forward.
1: Yeah. One quick thing about Notre Dame. I forgot we did go to that game last year. Speaking of environment. Um, you know, we did a little back and forth with some of the other Notre Dame supporters that were there. And <laughs> I remember at the, at the end of the game, there was we, a, a gentleman there was a, <laughs> who could tell it's a loud stadium. We don't know who was saying what, uh, but one of us said, Notre Dame is some booty. And uh, there was a particular uh, gentleman who took uh, umbrage to that and uh, decided to turn around, try to start a fight. He had to be escorted out. Um by security. Uh but he didn't want to smoke. Uh say that much right now. But yeah, hopefully Notre Dame fans can bring I'm not su- I'm not sure what the Notre Dame kind of uh you know taunting sounds like, you know. Uh you know, less less blessings to you, sir. I don't know, we'll see. But uh either way, we should leave. Uh leave with a win. Um yeah. Maryland's next That's funny.
0: Man. I expect that guy to be in our in our uh comments. <laughs> <laughs> in the comment section. It was me. Anyway, it was me. Yeah. Like you said, Maryland is next. <clears throat> uh last year was uh we I I wouldn't go as far as say to say escaped. Some people may use that word. What are your thoughts on uh, on the Buckeyes against Maryland this year um in Ohio?
1: All right. So I've been picking a different unit kind of accidentally, but um, I'm, I'm seeing this trend, different unit that should be um, stepping up. And for this game, I've got the running back room. Um, so I was at this game as well last year. This game was was tense. Uh, it was at Maryland. I went with some Maryland fans, surrounded by Maryland fans, felt very confident in the beginning, talking as much trash as I possibly could. And then I had to get a little quiet there in the third and fourth quarter. What I'll say is, that is the game, um, that we really ended up uh having to rely on our running backs. Um, and we had to get to you might recall our third string running back, uh, in that game, who um, you know, ends up getting i i, I want to say maybe three touchdowns that game. I think it was a touchdown, not the yardage so much, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, so that Dallin so in Hayden. that game, down Hayden, yeah, down Hayden, yeah. um kind of saved us on the offense in that game. Uh and so I want to see, you know, us kind of go into this game plan. It's ex- trying to exploit that. Say, hey, we we know we can run on this team. Let's go ahead and make that our game plan. Um, so hopefully we see that here in Maryland. Um, Maryland is being picked pretty much uh, across the board as the fourth best team in the Big Ten East. Um, or, or like, kind of like the fifth best team in the Big Ten. So people are expecting them to be more consistent and solid this year. Uh, I think I'm with the consensus on that. Uh, I'm choosing. I'm picking us to win this game. Um, I don't believe it should be close. I don't see a game like last year happening where it's a, a nail biter until until JT gets, I think, a pick six in the last couple of minutes to kind of make that game seem like it was um, (laughs) a a better effort from us. Uh, I see us winning handily, and I see our running back room kind of going off with maybe multiple people um, having big days. We've talked offline. I think Talia is a pretty good quarterback.
0: Um, I do think that he is in line to have an upset this year. That's just me. Uh, not on this day, but uh, hopefully it can. Uh, <laughs> hopefully, it'll be against the team up north as they play. I'm sure. I think Maryland and uh, Michigan play the week before uh, we play Michigan. So, yeah, the I, I I definitely see this as a W, and uh, moving on to a team that the last time we were at at West Lafayette. <laughs> they were in the All Blacks, I believe. Uh, it was a, definitely a much different team than they have now. Um, and uh, we know that uh, Purdue was definitely playing for a particular fan. And, uh, and, and you know, they got that dub for them, for him. But uh, this year, you know, I'm hoping that, uh, that this is going to be a much different visit to uh, West Lafayette. So uh, the Purdue Boilermakers.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was a tough – I just saw a replay. There was some, like, you know, um, video of uh, maybe, like, top, most most um, surprising moments in college football in the last decade, and they they had a replay, and it was that game when the uh, – comes out to the side, gets like a spin move, and then keeps going. He's supposed to be tackled like five times. And that's and that's them going up by like 21 points. Not like them coming back miraculously. But they they smoked us. Um hopefully respectfully that there's no there's no narrative. There's nobody they're playing for there's no inspirational story at Purdue this year. Um they uh respectfully they um they've got a new head coach new offensive coordinator new quarterback Uh, They got new everything. So, like, really this should be a rebuilding year for them. So I've got us winning um, handily at Purdue. When I say handily, I mean multiple scores and it not being um, a question about who's winning when we're in the third quarter. Um, Hudson Card, their quarterback, I did like him. Um, You know, I did when he got in in Texas. um, You know, he he showed some grit, played – played hurt, like all of that, I think he's I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well. Um but I'm I'm thinking that at this point of the year, in all with all these new pieces, they shouldn't be developed enough to be able to um be a real challenge to a top team in the conference like Ohio State.
0: Yeah, that was Rondale Moore that, that was running, he's all still over running. Us back. He's still he's still uh, spinning,
1: still hearing. running, still breaking tackles. Yeah, he's still <laughs>
0: I'm still drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan Walters is the, the former uh, defensive coordinator for the uh, fighting Illini is now the new head coach at Purdue. I've uh, got this as a W. Uh, yeah. I hope it's not close. If you want to call it a revenge game, let's call it, let's do that. And let's let that be the motivation uh, heading into the next week. Yeah. Uh, Another notable game. Actually, these next two are definitely going to be notable. But this year, we get Penn State at home. Uh, the Nittany Lions, uh, with head coach James Franklin. I don't. I don't know. I think he's only beaten the Buckeyes one time. Sounds Is that right? Uh, does he beat them this year?
1: <sighs> um.
0: Uh Uh-oh. I don't like that pause.
1: (laughs) Here's the thing. I'm a homer. You know, I love Ohio State. I want Ohio State to win every game. And I'm okay with the belief that Ohio State should win every game. But this is college football. Uh, And what should happen does not always happen. Um, This game is, you know, about uh, Drew Aller, Drew Alar, however you want to say it. Um Ohio native, new starting quarterback for Penn State. Penn State has a great defense coming back. They lost players, they they reloaded as well. Um they'll have a good defensive line, good secondary, um, uh, good offensive line, great running backs, mid receivers. That's pretty much the only thing about their team that's super mid. Um and the quarterback, that's the question. Is he gonna be mid or is he gonna actually be the the great white hype that they're they're making him out to be right now? I don't know. Um, but this is always a, a close game. Yeah, James Franklin might not get a lot of wins, but he does make Ohio State sweat a lot, Um, and I just don't feel confident picking Ohio State to go undefeated this season with a new starting quarterback. It's hard to do that when you have an amazing team. You can have the best team. I've seen, I've seen great Ohio State teams, 2015. I've seen great Ohio State teams lose a game. This team with better quarterback play i don't know yet so i'm gonna say we drop one and we can't drop the one at the end so that means it's got to be this one Mm -hmm. um penn state uh, i think it'll be a close game no matter what um and you know right now my fear is one of those running backs uh a la donovan edwards breaking outside (laughs) on a zero coverage and um getting a long touchdown run that 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 kind of breaks our heart. Um, so yeah, I'm saying Ohio state, this is our one loss, a close one to Penn state. Sean Clifford
0: was the quarterback for Penn state last year in the last 10 years uh, for (laughs) like, I'm going (laughs) to say the last decade. Yeah. I was going to say, um, and I used to say it's even last year when it was a close game, um, I kept on saying, uh, t- and I think that we <laughs> we definitely had a powwow talk last year at halftime um, that we both needed. But I, one thing I kept saying was that Sean Clifford is not a world beater. He's not going to go out there and basically pull off this massive upset. Which it would have been an upset. I can't I can't necessarily say massive upset. Penn State was really good last year, and it was also um, at their. Uh, uh, up in uh, 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 college, what's the? Uh, where are they? State College. I was going to say College Station, but we know that's something. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. State College, Happy Valley. All the same. They place, have a lot of different but names for we, it. But we yeah.
0: ended up, you know, that was the JTT game, and I'm hoping that he just there, there's just something about the Nittany Lions that he needs to uh, definitely have a big game against them, um, and, and so uh, for this. This one, man, it's going to be a close game. Drew Aller is uh, is apparently, you know, like you said, uh, getting a lot of hype. I I still think, I still think <laughs> Ohio State's going to pull this out, man. Um, and I I believe that, you know, I just think they're going to pull it out. I don't know how, uh, but you know, I think that we have we have we have a much more Shouldn't say much more. Uh, We have a we have a more talented team uh, than than Penn State. It's just like we have to definitely make all the right moves coaching wise. We got to make all the right decisions in this game. Like we can't we can't go down in this game. And I'm happy that this is going to be a home game. I think they're going to do a red out. Um, I think they already came up with a theme for that. So I still have Ohio State winning this game. Uh, I'm like, I'm like you, you know, Homer and everything, and obviously ho- hope that Ohio State wins every game. But until they, until James Franklin gets his second win, then that's when I'll be like, okay, you know, I maybe, maybe next year I'll look at the, at Penn State, like, dang, they might. And I think also like to think Drew Aller, this is going to be, I don't know their schedule by heart, Penn State schedule by heart, but uh, I would think that this is going to be the, the toughest environment that he's uh probably ever played in uh, up to this point started in uh, up to this point so um you know i'm glad that that at this point um this would be the you know our quarterbacks uh first start against penn state and i hope we end up and i think that we will be the ones that get that w so uh after Penn State, we go to Camp Randall. Let's jump around. You know, let's go ahead and jump around. That's the one that's the, one of the things, man. I am like so hyped to like go to one day is uh is the game as we play uh Wisconsin. Uh going into they do it from the third quarter to the fourth quarter, right? They jump around. Yeah. The, I just hope that it's like a us winning type day, type of deal going into that fourth quarter. And I feel good about the fact. But, man, this is what Luke Bickle. Uh, quick story, quick uh, story real quick. Um, I was driving, driving uh, uh, through Cincy and I saw um, a billboard of Luke Fickle. And I said, "Good luck, Coach." I'm thinking it was from uh, University of Cincinnati, but it was from uh, the hook coaches in the area, the the, the uh, high school coaches in the Cincinnati area. So, still got love for Luke Fickle. Um, he is a former Buckeye. But uh, what are your thoughts now, as this former Buckeye is the head coach of Wisconsin, and uh, and the Buckeyes take on uh, the Badgers.
1: That's cute. Um, I'm glad that the Ohio Um High School Coach Association is showing that love and respect. Uh me, I Um, I'm hoping that he <laughs> I hope he gets embarrassed in this game. Um so actually what we haven't talked about um in terms of the schedule, the bye week. So our bye week is super early this year. So I mean if you just look at the you know the calendar, you can see that we're playing this this game right after this Penn State game, right? And so I think our our bias before the Purdue game. So we have Purdue, which should be easy, but then we have Penn State, and then boom, at Wisconsin in back to back weeks. So Penn State is a tough game, and we went out and we win it like uh, Hughie is predicting. And that means we're gonna have to follow that up with another tough win. This will be Wisconsin's biggest game. And um and obviously Luke Fickle was will, will definitely be excited to play Ohio State, his former team. So, um, this is a game that because I predicted us to lose against Penn State, I feel very confident in our bounce back game here. Get mad, you lost a tough one, you're on the road, you're fired up, you've got you had a players-only meeting on that Monday, and You know, you've got some some players coming out, making statements, saying never again will I let this team blah, 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 blah. I love all that kind of stuff. And I think that's the kind of stuff that fuels us Um, in beating Wisconsin. One thing I'll say about Wisconsin, you know, they've got a new um, offensive philosophy coming in, air raid, and they've got a great running back. Um, They have one of those running backs who was like transferred in early as a freshman was young. And they kept saying every time he carried the ball, you know, you should be in high school now. Um, and now I think he's a junior, right? So he's, he's, he's a, he's a great player. Uh, he got one, you know, BS uh, play on us last year when we already kind of closed that game out, but uh, he's dangerous. And this air raid is supposed to be something that can definitely also incorporate a lot of a run game. And so um, that should be a, a big test for our defense. Um, but I don't think they got the boys to hang with us uh, on the outside. And so without reason, I'm choosing Ohio state in the come in the bounce back victory here against Wisconsin.
0: Yeah. Braylon <clears throat> Braylon Allen is going to definitely be on a mission this year. The running back for Wisconsin. Um, but <clears throat> after seeing, um, or actually I did not see the spring game. Is it, uh, is it Tanner Mordecai? I believe it's Tanner Mordecai, uh, transfer from SMU. Uh, and man, I think he threw four picks in the game in the spring game. So I don't know if that speaks to Wisconsin's defense or the the fact that the air raid is, uh, you know. And I, one one of my sayings is that there's a story behind every interception. You know, it could have been tipped. Uh, it could have the receiver could have went the wrong, you know, ran a, the, the wrong route. I'm. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I, I don't. I don't what know if I should time? give him the benefit of the doubt, but I, I definitely think that this is a W. <laughs> as I'm looking at the Wisconsin logo uh, for Ohio State, mm. um, and again, I mean these are. Is that's the definitely the toughest two week schedule. Like they're going to buckle down, and I'm. I'm praying, man, that that health wise, you know, football is a game of attrition. We know that. Uh, that there's going to be injuries throughout the season. I'm praying that this is definitely going to be a week. Uh, these uh, those two weeks, the Penn State week and the Wisconsin week, where we are uh, don't suffer any uh, 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 pivotal injuries. So the you you were and you said that the, there was a, our bye week is early on, which it is. I forgot, and I started shaking my head. Um, because I was looking at the next week against Rutgers and I was like, going to say, no, 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 no. It's the next week. It's the, you know, we play Rutgers um, uh, at uh, at Piscataway. Um, gosh, I just, his, his, uh, Greg Shiano, Coach Shiano and Ryan Day had a scuffle last year, we know, uh, off of a, a fake punt. Um, oh, What's going to happen this year?
1: What's going to happen this year, Phil? I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That was definitely all the Ohio State haters trying to get on, on their – clutch their pearls and say, oh, my gosh, how – what poor sportsmanship to go for a fake when, first of all, we already established that that wasn't planned. Uh, and second of all, it's football. And if you don't <laughs> want to be embarrassed, then – be better at it um yeah this is going to be a a a 50 50 ball um it will be a much needed um rest um and hopefully this is the kind of game that as you still have a young quarterback who's still trying to you know who still needs confidence even if at this point they have no losses like you say or one loss like i say it still won't hurt to get them a 375 yard passing game or something like that, or the running backs to go off, you know, some, some players to eat. We got a lot of talent in our skill positions. You know, if we, if, if Carnell Tate is trying to fight to get into that fourth receiver spot or third receiver spot, and he hasn't been playing a lot, let him play against Rutgers and, and have a day um, unique games like this. It's great to have it um, at the end after a couple of, of tough games, easy dub.
0: I I don't really have much more to say about that one. I guess I'm looking forward to the the next game. Um, Rutgers is a W for Ohio State. Michigan State, this game is going to be, uh, they're going to use the alternative uniforms this year, the gray out. And I'm super excited about that. This game is at night on NBC um, on November 11th. And uh, should be a, a fantastic atmosphere really wanting to to actually get one of these uniforms this year. Uh, not sure exactly which player I'm, I'm I'm looking at but definitely wanting to um, to cop one of these. What is your take as uh, the Buckeyes take on uh Tuck is Tuck coming or is Tuck
1: going Tuck coming.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Uh no, Tuck's not coming. Tuck <laughs> Tuck came and left. But listen. Um <laughs> I'm I'm hoping Michigan State has has a better year this year um you know i don't hate mel tucker i think mel tucker's a lot of hate for getting paid which is literally the goal of every professional like you know what i mean so um michigan state has been pretty average the last couple of years um i think that they play a little bit better this year but think about it when michigan state kind of started falling off it was like their secondary you know was the worst was so literally like bottom 100 like beyond the 100 um, in in the country in the secondary and it's not gotten any better there's really no I don't know they've, they've had some some big wins recruiting wise with Tuck having his like <laughs> having like his like special cars out there on the field and all this all this most media stuff but um and some dogs like pit bulls and stuff like that <laughs> but listen they don't have anybody who can cover uh Julian Fleming all right and that's our third with best wide receiver. So if you can't cover Julian Fleming, it's going to be a long day for you. I think there's going to be a lot of points um, put up by Ohio State. Hopefully our defense plays well uh, as well, so it's not a high-scoring game overall. But I see this um, as as a clear victory because their defense, I don't think, um, has made improvements in the secondary, where Ohio State um, should be able to take advantage of it. Yeah. Um,
0: Sparty goes down. As we wear the alternative uniforms, uh, we're getting closer to the to the big one. Um, we play uh, we play, uh, I guess a, a a peculiar looking M here in uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota. But uh, so yeah, this is the game before the game before we we, we face uh, the team up north. But what this was, yeah, so. What is your take as we take on the Gophers?
1: They have lost a lot of their offensive line. They're replacing a lot of those players. A lot of those players are finally gone. And so to me, that was their their strength. They obviously lost their running back, Bo Ibrahim, um, who was running behind that line. It was scary. And who, if you let a hell-highest hater tell it, Um, If he hadn't got hurt in that game, then maybe they could have uh, been a little closer to Ohio State. But I do think losing the running back and that offensive line um, makes them a lot less formidable. Um, This is one of the bets I've made in real life. Uh, Minnesota under seven and a half for the season. I feel confident in that. And I think this is one of their um, five losses of the year. Go Bucks!
0: Yeah, this is senior day. Uh, so shout out to all the Ohio state seniors and any, anybody who's going to be recognized on that day. Um, some of the people, some of the players who are going to be going into the draft, this is going to be their last game, um, at Ohio stadium, man. Um, I I, I think the only thing I want to say about this game is I hope they're focused on that game. I hope they're focused on the game against Minnesota and then after that game, after that game we worry about business uh, as we head up north and that's what we're gonna do now we're gonna head up north we'm gonna go uh, what do we what are we thinking this year as uh, we face uh, some some people uh, not me now I'm not me but some people have called uh, called them coach. Burger, uh as uh, you know, he's going to have a three-game uh, self-imposed uh, uh, self-imposed uh, penalty, three-game three-game suspension. The University of Michigan is uh, suspending their their head coach, their first three uh, cupcakes. I mean games, and we all know that last the game of the year, last game of the regular season I should say, uh is going to be uh, up north um, in Ann Arbor uh, at the Big House. Man, um a lot of a lot of a lot on the stake, a lot on the line here this year. Um so uh I'm going to let you go ahead and and, and have it.
1: Listen. First of all, I wrote a lot of notes for each team we're playing this year. For that team up north, I don't know if Justin has learned how to use the sensor button to bleep me <laughs> out, so I'm not going to say what my notes what my notes say just in case. But it's basically uh, these guys. Um, I don't. You know what? Like, there's you can talk about. A lot and maybe Hughie will talk about what they've got and what, what we need to worry about but at the end of the day you just got to beat Michigan man this is a this is something that you know we've got players on our team because Michigan did you know run away scared in 2020 they're, they're now players who haven't beaten Michigan and that's something we haven't been able to say in a long time uh, plenty of Michigan graduates in the last couple of decades have graduated without ever uh, beating Ohio State, but we haven't been able to say that for Ohio State. And so we want to prevent that from happening. Prevent those guys that were, you know, celebrating, um, leaving our program, not getting the feel what it tastes what it tastes like, what it feels like to beat Michigan. Um Ryan Day is gonna be playing I think the way you saw Ryan Day coach that Georgia game, like his job depending on it, <laughs> like he was on fire. That dude was hype. He was in it. He was locked in. I think you're going to see that from Michigan. He promised us after that game, us being, not me and you personally, um, but he did promise Ohio State's fan base that they wouldn't be that tight again. Right? And so that's what we're going to do. Come in there. All I want to see, man, I don't care how you win the game. I don't care by how much win the game. I want this. That's not the Wop dance. That is us waving that flag in the stadium. I want us waving at the crowd. I want us doing every BS petty thing they try to do to us. I want us doing that and then some. I want us pre-game. I want us uh, fighting in the tunnel. <laughs> I want a tunnel fight. I want I want the Michigan fans to be crushing their pearls again about the thugs. Um, from Ohio State, I really I want all the smoke, um, and I, I just want to win. That's all I want. All I want for Christmas. All I want my birthday, I want to beat Michigan. I think it happens. I'm predicting an Ohio State win to close the season out, eleven and one.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: well, I feel like you said it.
0: You said you very well said. First off, you said everything that needs to be said. The only notes I really have is that it all comes down to playing the team up north, uh, that they need to stay consistent. Um, and ha- the only, one question I would have going in that game, um, have the young players matured and is the entire team unified? The, is the entire team unified behind the rivalry? Uh, is, we have you know recruited nationally. I've heard some rumblings within uh, Buckeye nation on social media and uh, other shows, you know, are the players to the other players understand what this rivalry means uh, to uh, the state of Ohio, to the university. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I just want to, I just want to see that they definitely have gotten the note. Um, we need to get Marvin Harrison to the big 10 championship game so that he can You know, the same the place that the place that Peyton built, but his dad also has something to do with that as well. Um, And and I think that that's the one that's obviously the game that's going to stand in the way. Uh, God is obviously as a W. I would never pick Michigan against Ohio State. Um, And so that's how we're that's how we're finishing the our season preview uh, for the Buckeyes. Uh, We'll take a, a quick break. And uh, coming up next is going to be uh, our conference championship predictions. And we're back. And now we're going to predict our conference champions for each of the Power Five conferences as they exist today in 2023. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and start with the Pac-12. They're still a conference. Um, they, are, they still have all the teams that are uh, a part of the Pac-12 before they transition over to a Big 12 and the Big 10. So, Phil, who is your conference champion prediction for the Uh, Pac-12?
1: So in the Pac-12, you've got, you know, it's uh, some crowd at the top, right? You've got like 14. Does that kind of all feel like they can win? uh the conference that this year which is probably more than any other conference in the country um for me i'm going to go with uh my guy bo uh bo nix <laughs> quarterback oregon okay <laughs> i'm going to pick oregon to win um i kind of feel like i mean oregon was a good team last year um Got smoked in that first first game and kind of knocked the wind out their sails, but then were able to crawl back. Um, I just feel like that team is is pretty well rounded, um, and I think that team is motivated. I think that team didn't get to you know lost some key games that prevented them from um, playing for the Pac twelve championship last year And so this year. I feel like they get there. Not sure who they play. But I feel good if that team is USC. I feel like at least Bo Nix has that dog in him, you know. And so if it comes down to to a game-winning drive, he's not a better quarterback than Caleb Williams, but I feel like he's at least not going to be afraid of that moment. So give me the Ducks.
0: If you're watching on YouTube, you see me putting the two, two my twos up. I don't even know what this means uh, out there and uh, fight on two losses. Fight on. <laughs> they may they may, very they very well may have two losses going into the championship game, but USC <laughs> is going to win uh, the uh, the Pac-12 championship game. I believe they play in Vegas. Uh, yeah. Let's just go with that. They play they play at Allegiant Stadium. Um, <laughs> Man, I think that Lincoln Riley, uh, they made whatever additions they needed to make. The, the biggest weakness of their team was the, was the defense last year. Caleb Williams, I haven't seen anybody necessarily stop him, uh, except for Utah. <laughs> um, so I'm taking USC. I'm going to just keep it short and sweet and take the Trojans. Uh so, as we move on to the next conference, and by the way, just want to say a call out to all the Pac 12 fans out there. If you happen to be listening to this podcast, uh, thank you for um, the hundred and so years of existing. Um, and we thank you for bringing uh, USC, UCLA, Washington, and Oregon to the Big Ten.
1: Uh, yeah, that too stands for peace. Bye, Pac 12. <laughs>
0: So, um, Kansas. uh, I'm sorry. Whoop! I I gave up the my prediction for the next uh, (laughs) conference. Yeah, right. Big (laughs) Twelve. Big Twelve. I can go ahead and go first since I I, I can. Let me go first. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Thank you. Go ahead. ahead. Give us that Jayhawks. (laughs) Give us the Jayhawks.
0: (laughs) Rock chop, baby. Nah, let me take Kansas State. You take the Kansas State uh, Wildcats. Um, I honestly just feel like this is going to be a sleeper team. Uh, I I don't really uh, know exactly why, um, but I just think that everyone else is going to fold. I I do think that they're going to beat Oklahoma in the the Big 12 championship game. And I just think they're they have a solid team. They're going to win back to back Big Twelve championship games. So going Wildcats,
1: Texas, baby. Look, <clears throat> uh, I'm going Longhorns here. I'm going. You know, I don't have I don't have any beef with Quinn uh, Quinn Ewers, former Ohio State quarterback. No passes thrown, but he got in. He got in there. Um, I like I like Texas. Um, we saw they had a pretty good team last year. They were a team that could go up um and and you know play with Alabama last year, were not for some questionable calls and some um unfortunate injuries. Maybe they they win that game. It's a different story. Um I've got them beating Oklahoma in the championship game. Um I do have them also having a couple of losses. I don't think any of these teams are gonna come out and be necessarily um contenders for one of the best four teams in the country but I've got Texas um, beating Oklahoma uh, in the championship game. Okay.
0: Moving on over east to the ACC. Uh, Phil, who do you have? I'm sorry. (laughs) Who do you have as your offense champion
1: for the ACC? Um, Yeah, I'm trying to think how many teams actually have a a shot at this. Um, It's obviously the big two. I don't. Yeah, to me, to me, it comes down to two. And I have a general principle around and, and Justin, you know, this. If it's your first time on that stage, I'm not going to give you the benefit of the doubt yet. Now, Florida State, it's not their first time. Obviously, they're a very storied program. They They dominated, you know, for decades at a time. In college football, not necessarily in the ACC, but I'm going to go with Clemson. I mean, they have a a quarterback who is not proven, uh, but their program is proven. Their program is proven that even when Clemson, when I was making Clemson jokes left and right and they were trash, it's like they're still a nine win trash team, you know? And I think that we look at, if you look at Clemson being like trash and being nine wins versus Florida State, basically being praised as the next best. Thing in the in the country, and they and they won nine games. That shows you the difference. To me, I'm gonna trust a team that's been there um, and dominated that conference in recent memory. Give me Clemson, ACC champs. I got them beating Florida State, um, but I feel I feel pretty confident that they are um, to be more trusted, at least when it comes down to that game, even if their regular seasons end up fairly similar
0: my heart um, says Florida State and my my head says Clemson and I went ahead and for the very same reasons that you said I'm, t- I'm going with my head I'm saying Clemson I picked Clemson to win the ACC because I want to see I want to see it actually happen uh I want to see them lose, actually, is what I should say. They, The, the ACC is Clemson's to lose. They have an established culture, an established program. Um, and so I, I've got Clemson winning, even though I think that Florida State is up and coming. Like I said, my heart says Florida State and that they're going to get over the hump this year. But uh, I'm going to go with Clemson uh, down in... Uh, South week four, Carolina. right? Week four, they play. All right. they do play week four. I was actually going to ask, do you have? So you said you have uh, them beating Florida State in, in the ACC championship game. Who do you have winning that uh, that week four game? Just right now.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I I'll say that I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State's able to win that game. Um, it just wouldn't make me change my pick. Uh, at that point, even if Florida State wins in Week Four, I wouldn't start feeling differently about my pick of Clemson to win the ACC championship game. I just feel like again they will be able to <clears throat> bounce back from that adversity. Um, they've lost, you know, games and, and been able to still be successful um, in ways that I don't know Florida State uh, has shown yet. This this Florida State team.
0: all right headed down to where like the, as they say it just means more it just means more who's going to win that game down in Atlanta for the SEC championship
1: game I gotta go Georgia man I gotta go Georgia listen listen if you're looking at in the east I'm 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 also on the record as under nine and a half wins for Tennessee I'm not a believer in Tennessee they you know I love it. They're exciting to watch, Uh, um, but eh, substance-wise, I'm I'm not seeing it. So if I don't think anybody – and everybody else in the East is trash. So if I don't think anybody else is going to beat Georgia in the East, that means I got to – if I want Georgia to lose, I got to hope somebody comes from the West. So you got LSU and Bama. I'll let you talk on Bama if you want to, but I don't think it's their year. LSU – I just don't I – defense-wise, yeah, they should be strong. Uh, Daniels was able to carry them to a win against Bama. It was exciting. I, I'm just – I'm not there yet with him being a top-five quarterback in the country. Um, so you don't need a top-five quarterback to win a lot of games in the SEC. Not a lot of great quarterbacks in the conference this year, but – Uh, And Georgia won't have one, you know, but they don't need it because they have such a great team. I just I just none of the other teams give me enough to say, oh, yeah, that team is really good at what they do. They'll be able to um, exploit the flaws that Georgia has. I don't see it. So I got to go with Georgia. I don't think they're as good as they have been. um, But they don't have to be. I honestly don't think they have to be as good as they have been the last two years to still be the clear favorite in the SEC and picking against them. is just wishful thinking.
0: Yeah. I've got Georgia as well. Uh, They, you know, I do think that Kentucky is going to be a little bit better than people expect. Not saying that they're going to challenge Georgia. I'm just saying that (laughs) they're going to be better as far as you as far as you saying me speaking on Alabama, I know that you're referring to my uh my pick to of Alabama I'm <clears> an <throat> Alabama under uh for this year. And uh I think it's what nine and a half, ten and a half, whatever it is. Uh I think it, with the double digits. I'm not taking <laughs> that nine and a half. <laughs> um I think I think that um is gonna lose on the record. I'm on the record here now. Uh, that Bama loses three games uh, this year, and uh, you know, I mean, I think quarterback means more now than it did when Alabama was winning those championships. Um, I mean, it, it, it's not drastically different of a game, and the, and now with the clock changes in uh, of college football, that may be that, that may be in Alabama's favor this year. We'll see, um, but uh, I know that they are. If there's going to be any team to prove me wrong in a prediction, it's going to be Alabama, but <clears throat> I don't think so this year. <laughs> I don't think so this year, but we'll see. But I'd have Georgia beating. Uh, I have Georgia Georgia beating LSU again this year uh, in the SEC championship game, and so now to the uh, to the best conference BIA, in uh, all of college football. Uh, yes, the best in America. Uh, the big 10, I'll just say, I've got Ohio state winning. Um, that's the, you know, I've got them winning every game this year.
1: (laughs) Who do you have winning the big 10 championship game? Um, in my prediction, um, the fair prediction of Ohio state going 11 and one, uh, you of course picked them to go undefeated. Um, so in my prediction, they can still come out the east. They will have beaten Penn. They will have, sorry. They have lost to Penn State. They will have um, beaten Michigan. In this scenario, I need Penn State to lose as well, um, preferably to, to to Michigan, and then it's like a three way tie. And I believe um, I, the rumor is that we win that tie. Uh, and so um, when it comes down to um, records of, of opponents. That we will have had uh, maybe a stronger, we have a stronger, a little bit of a stronger um, predicted record given that we play um, Wisconsin, um, who we think is going to be good in the West. So anyway, long story short, I think Ohio State with eleven and one record still makes it to the championship game, and I've got them beating Iowa in in that championship game. Um, I won't say it won't be close because Iowa likes to muck it up um this year they're playing differently we think <laughs> hopefully getting 25 points a game but i still think it'll be a slower pace game than ohio state would want to play so I, i'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout but i've got ohio state um winning the tiebreaker uh against penn state and going to the to the game um penn state fans will be salty uh they beat ohio state and ohio state still going to the championship game but that's how it that's how it happens man Who's coming out the west? Give me Illinois.
0: Give me the Fighting Illini. I got, I got Illinois. It'd be good to, it'd be good to, you know, we 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 have a rivalry with them, and uh, I mean, it's not an it's not an annual rivalry, but you know, bringing the Illabuck um, back to, uh, I don't know if they would count that as an Illabuck game, probably not, but. I think that uh, Brett Bielema is – I think their that team is on the up-and-up, man. Um, now, nah, I can't really say much about what their offense is going to look like. I think their defense is going to look good again this year. Uh, so, that's yeah, that's my prediction. So, um, yeah, those are our conference uh, Power 5 champion predictions. Uh, when we come back, we will have our – week zero scrimmage of a segment we affectionately call pick six we'll tell you all about it next all right so we are here uh for our pick six this is probably my favorite segment uh gonna be my favorite segment of the year as you will see uh that this is uh what we look Affectionately called Pick Six, as we pick basically uh, our best bets, our locks of the week, and uh, we've been doing this offline. You know, before we had the show, we've been doing this for about three to four years now. Um, you know, I so happened to win the first year, they won the second year, uh, and uh, I won last year. So, I mean, just saying, just making sure that we that we put it out there, and as. I go ahead and share the uh, share the screen, share my screen here. If you're watching on YouTube, we have a uh, a Google Doc where we go are going to go ahead to make these picks. But uh, as we determined in our pre-production meeting, Phil. Uh, you go ahead and explain. <laughs> it's an inside joke. I'm always forgetting the rules. Uh, Phil, go ahead and explain to the audience. Uh, <clears throat> take six. yeah. So
1: first of all, um, would um be remiss without saying that um Justin definitely did not win this competition twice. This is our this is only our third year actually doing this. So I won the first year. He won the second year. Um and that's that's it that's the that's the totality of the history um and and to be honest his his win last year uh is a little shady rigged hashtag stop the steal so um we have three categories wow. we think so best bets, a lot of people do bet on games uh only one of us bets real money we won't say who but it's fun to make bets with your friends. For us, we like to kind of make those different categories so that we're ensuring that the kind of games we're betting on are interesting and exciting to watch. So we have the first one with the most basic. That's just a lock. It's a pick that we feel very confident about. This is us picking a team to win and cover. That can be any spread that, that we want. If they're a favorite win by seven, they got to win by seven. Um... That's the only rule. The next one here is a pick'em. The pick'em is a toss-up game, and we are defining toss-up by it being within three and a half points. Now we know that some in real life, you know, a pick'em might be completely even odds, um, but there's not that many games that are like that. There are a healthy amount of games that are basically supposed to be decided within a field goal, and so we want to be choosing those games because those games are likely the games that are going to go down to the the wire. And so that's our second type. And then the third type is an upset. An upset is an underdog that we're choosing to win outright, money line. And the caveat here is that that upset has to be by seven points or more. So they have to be um, an underdog, you know, plus seven or greater so that we know it's actually a a real upset um, and not, you know, like one of those toss-up games. So those are our three. We each choose one. We can't choose the same, uh, even if we both agree, even if it's Ohio State. We usually don't both pick Ohio State games, just not to jinx us. Um, The only time we can have the same game is if we're going up on opposite sides, if we choose to kind of fight each other on a lock or an upset. Other than that, though, we're going to have unique games. Um, It adds some excitement. We encourage you all to kind of play along with us and choose for yourself, a lock, um, a toss-up game, and an upset.
0: But uh, we do know that I did win last year. Uh, there was no, uh, there weren't any reviews, but I'm making sure that you, that, like you said, that the people heard you. If your team wins by seven and it was minus seven, then that's a win. Uh, so if a team wins by 21 <laughs> and it was minus 21, that's a win, not a push. So, um, we normally do, you know, the person that, that won the week before or whatever goes first. And so since I won uh, last year, uh, I will go ahead and take the first pick. If this is just a scrimmage. We we can, I don't know, you want to determine if the winner of this actually uh, of this week go, gets to go first next week? Next week? I'm just, I know these points don't count. Okay. Just to give it a little bit of.
1: Yeah. Sure. We'll do it that way. Yeah, <clears throat> Yeah. So. Yeah, so- I'm going. Go, All right, the floor is yours. I'm going to go ahead and be a the little bit risky, yours.
0: but uh and take uh my lock. I'm going to do locks first. Give me USC uh minus I want to say it's minus 30. <laughs> it's like 30 and a half. And by the way, just so that, for sure that people are uh aware of what book um or what odds we're looking at. We follow the Yahoo Sports um, the Yahoo sp- Sports odd. Yep. So it's 30 and a half. Got USC minus 30 and a half against San Jose State.
1: Make sure you put 30 and a half in there too so that you don't try to um, it's, it's, change that. It's as in those there. Odds change there. leading up to it. <laughs> Great. So because, because Justin started with the lock, it's my turn. I have to also pick a lock as well. That's that's the way we play. You can jump around, but once the person in front of you goes, you just kind of follow them in the next round. It'll be my first pick, and I'll be able to choose a toss-up or an upset wherever I feel like it, or wherever I kind of want to stake claim to a game And I want to make sure I get. This is going to be more important when there are sort of more exciting games to happen in a week. Week Zero is not known for having the best games, but they've got some, and we're going to be watching them because we're we're addicts. Um, So for me, for lock, I'm going to go... Um, you know, I do love this country, and I support our troops. I do. Um, but, you know, my dad was in the Army, so go Army, beat Navy. Notre is going to beat Navy. They're not just going to beat them. They're going to beat them and cover 20 and a half. That's three touchdowns. That's Sam Hartman slow meshing it up three times. That's easy money. Give me, give me Notre Dame. Gave you Notre Dame 20, minus 20 and a half in
0: Ireland. In Ireland. And, uh, you know, I my, my dad went to Navy, uh, not went to Navy, but he was in the Navy. Uh, and so I have to make sure that I <clears throat> rep for the Navy and say, go Navy, beat Army. So since I went first uh, on the lock, now it's your turn to pick the next category and team.
1: All right, so I am going to. There's not a lot of um, a lot of options right now. We have a small slate, um, so I'm going to have to ask for a little bit of help with this one um, for my upset. Uh, I, I mentioned earlier the rules that we say the upset has to be by at least seven. We have a six and a half point spread here, uh, according to. Yahoo Sports um, for the UMass versus New Mexico State game. So, uh, I'm going to ask for a little um, gentleman um, gentlemanliness uh, from Mr. Huchy here to let me get UMass. Um, they're a six-and-a-half point underdog, but I've got them running outright against New Mexico State. UMass has been the butt of jokes for a long time, but you know what? There's something brewing up in the... Up in New I was England. Take,
0: what are you going to say? Um, <laughs> some Sam Adams. That's what's brewing up in New England.
1: Uh, yeah, some Sam and some witchcraft. Don't forget about um, I don't you know, know witchcraft I'll mess with uh, that, in Massachusetts bro.
0: I'll too. So give me
1: give me. <laughs> that's why that's why you don't know about that. But UMass, give them to me.
0: Well, because we don't have much of a a slate in Week Zero. Uh, i did give it to you for let me just go ahead so for the audience so that they know sometimes we have to ask for favors from each other based on a uh, a line here so sometimes it's not uh, always black and white there's a little bit of gray so i went ahead and i did give him um that uh i could have refused but you know it doesn't make any sense here is with with it being week zero I'm going to go ahead and take a one that uh, is uh, just like literally a, a toss in the air uh, sort of thing. Hail Mary for me. Uh, I'm taking FIU minus 11 against uh, the Louisiana Bulldog. Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana Tech, excuse me. Louisiana Tech Bulldogs. Um, and so... If, yeah, I mean I don't really have a lot to say to that. I have no idea who's going to win that game. I mean, it's Louisiana Tech is favored by 11 points. And so I obviously this guy has to be an outright win. So I'm taking uh Florida Atlantic. Uh I'm sorry, Florida International for that one. And so for the uh pickem. Making sure that we are both tracking here. I feel like there's only one game that we can pick this uh this week. This, uh Ohio and versus San Diego's uh San Diego State.
1: Yeah, there are two and, actually <clears throat> but Yeah. But go ahead, pick you, you already shows yours. Go ahead. Don't, don't. go. <laughs> Wait a minute I think I know. You off, I think you I just know you know there are two so you, you, know, know. you don't, I think I know who who you're, the you're, who, uh, who you got? Who you, got? Who are you? Well, we
0: are doing – I mean, oh yeah, it's true. So, maybe I, I just – we only six one. games. I don't know if it's UTEP <laughs> and Jacksonville State. But I will go ahead secret. and take – it is. I'll go ahead and take uh, the Bobcats uh, of
1: Ohio. Um, I like that pick. I was planning on making that pick myself, actually. I'm kind of salty. Even when you said you were picking that game, I just knew you were going to pick San Diego State. Justin has a history of picking the favorites when we do toss-ups. But – he, I'll give him credit. He picked the underdog <laughs> the underdog in that toss-up. They're playing at San Diego State. Um, and the San Diego State is a two-and-a-half point favorite. Um, so you can assume with some points given to the home team that that's a pretty even, evenly matched game, uh, which is what we're looking for in toss-ups. Uh, I do not want the other side of that. Um, so that means I got to go to UTEP versus... Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State um, famously um, pulled an upset a couple years ago um, against – which team was that again, Just Florida State. Florida State. Um, who played the last play of the game the worst that you possibly could play it? Um, but I'm going to go with the I'm going to go uh, UTEP. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of El Paso. Um, and I think the team has a team. <laughs> that team uh, has been, has done well the last couple of years. They, you know, as a program, they're on the upswing. I don't know if uh, this year they will they'll be the same quality they have been. Um, but Obviously, it's still helpful to have success in a program and players from that team who have who have won um, and, and know what that's like. So, give me UTEP. Um, they are the fa- one point favorites in that game uh, at Jacksonville State. So, those are our six picks: three for three for him, three for me, one upset, one uh, toss-up game, and one lock. and so we uh we are hoping that you all will follow us uh, comment
0: subscribe like the channel like the channel like the video um and uh will follow us as we uh go through our pick six competition as the year goes on so that's that's number number one in the books we are uh we thank you guys for uh joining us And uh, we look for us on social social medias. We'll go ahead and put that in the in the uh, description below. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, if you're on the podcast, uh, they'll also be in the description there because you can put descriptions there, too. So, uh, again, I'm Yuji. That's Phil. Uh, We'll talk to you guys uh, next week as we preview week one of Ohio State against uh, Indiana and also week one of Pick 6.